Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast, and we're back with the NFL, baby. We're going to start off with AFC North, where we know it gets tough and grueling up there. We're going to break down the AFC North. We're going to give out our season props. We're going to give out our best bets, our division breakdown, division picks. We're going to walk through the division as if we're a fucking GM of an NFL team with y'all. As always, this is Paul Pickle-Winham Concha. And, to, and if y'all don't know because you're watching these episodes singularly, because they are going to come out singularly, just know this is the first episode of NFL season. And I got my shot for it up. And I'm ready to roll. And who's with me? Hey, man. If you didn't know, I don't mind telling you again. There's another NFL season that's coming. And you know we come in every week with it. It's your boy, Cat. What's the boy? That's that water boy. AKA the PYE. AKA the Don PYE. Also known as the realest motherfucker on your screen. You feel me? And it's good, Paul. It's good to see another season, dog. It's really, really good. I think these preseason episodes are my favorite episodes just because of how you can watch the age progress. I mean, the, the take progress. Like, my personal favorite thing of last season was being on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I love the first episode we dropped and people were literally quote retweeting it, talking about that motherfucker talking about the Jaguars. And then also we're sitting there at like week seven, they just upset the Chargers, blow them out, and they run all over them. And like they're, I'm sitting there collecting my receipts. Like, oh, what's up? How's it going? Oh, they're in the playoffs. How's that going? Oh, they just beat the Chargers in the first round of the playoffs. How's that going? Remember when I talked about the Jaguars? I remember. But you can't remember. You was looking crazy for most of the season. <laughs> that's why. That's the beauty of it, though. It ages. You can see it aged terribly, and you can see it aged so well. And you picked one that aged both. <laughs> yeah, no, and there's a couple that I definitely whiffed on. But the ones that you hit on when no one else is even looking that way, that's what makes it so good. Because no, no one's not- even looking over there. I feel that. My favorite um one had to have been when um I called that um what's his name? Um the coach. James John Gruden was gonna get fired. I called that I was like, damn, that was a little earlier than expected. <laughs> and he hit on that. People thought he was crazy for that one. That's what when people think you're crazy and you're and you're right at the end of the day, those those are what I think makes everything so good. And that's that's what makes these preseason picks, breaks down everything so much special because they don't remember, but we'll remember because we do this every single week. Yeah, for and I no 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 I'm lying I'm lying I'm lying. My favorite was the um was the Cardinals were gonna win less games. I forgot what they're gonna be low five hundred, and, and they, they, they won one winning. game more. Yeah, it, but didn't they win like the first like six like first they, seven games? And I was just a kid show ass like, what well, we? <laughs> but that's the past, and just like all these, all, all these gym general manager coaches are telling all these young teams they got in front of them. It ain't about what we did last season; it's about what we do this season. Facts. If you're the Cardinals, you better pretend like you ain't have a last season. And I think this is one of the best divisions to start on, Kev. AFC North. Slobber knocker every year. Bengals, Ravens, Browns, Steelers, known for their gritty football, known to not like the fan base is hating each other. Some of the dirtiest games in history 
I'm gonna open up with the odds. We Kev can't see them, but everyone watching on YouTube, if you're just listening, go to YouTube. You get the better product. You see us. You see the the, the graphic to our side over here. You'll see in front of you that the Bengals are favored to win the division. Plus one, they're the favorite. Plus one fifty. Ravens second at plus two ten. Then Browns plus four hundred and Steelers plus four seventy. They're at least they're the, the biggest underdog in the division. We'll get into our actual picks as the show rolls on on who we think is going to win. But just to break it down, Kev, like offseason's always been wild. Let's just go into it. Like Lamar, he's back. Injury last season. We didn't get to see the whole Lamar show. They looked good when he played. They didn't look good when he didn't. Browns, Deshaun Watson, first year actually being on the team, can play, can train. Second year with the coach, all that stuff. Steelers, TJ Watt, we know when healthy, the Steelers are a threat. Kenny Pickett, second year into the league, better offensive line. Still got George Pickens, who's a dog. You got Deontay Johnson still. And then you got the Bengals, who's defending the crown of the North right now. Joe Burrow did get a little bit banged up in training camps. He expected to play week one. Joe Mixon, shout out Joe Mixon. He won his court case. He'll be back for week one. And they like there's a few people missing from the team, but other than that, everything is still intact for the Bengals. Same coach, same everything. So that's just to give little points if you want to uh, – what do you want to talk about first, or is there something out of those four that catches your eye the most? I mean, so shout out Joe Mixon. I do always love to see somebody beat a case, you feel me? So this is the note. Straight up the north, N A W F the north. This is the this is the most interesting division consistently in in NFL because they all there's just so much hate, so much grime. There's so many years of fucking up the Browns. Like this team is dang, this this is one of my favorite divisions to watch like all time from like Ray Lewis to now type vibe from 2000 and now. This is one of my favorite divisions. And I think it could go either way, but I want to talk about the fact that Lamar got his bag. Um, how much was the contract? Uh, he's up there. Like oh, while Kev's looking for the contract, I will shout out. They went out and drafted Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, wide receiver, and immediately dog. Immediately, there all the training camps people coming out saying, oh, he looks like a legit real deal player. And then you go out and, and also you see preseason. He um, he's on the uh, he scores the touchdown in the preseason game this week. He looks like a legit. They got Odell. Also got to count Odell got his number one. Re- uh, wait, uh, Lamar got his number one receiver and Odell uh-huh. Beckham Jr. So like Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. Even though we, we don't bring that name up on this podcast. Uh-huh. But you got Zay Flowers, who looks like a legit wide receiver too to Odell, and then Mark Andrews is still there, and Lamar Jackson. Of course, the running back room is a little – they got J.K. Dobbins. Hopefully, he's good to go week one. And uh, this is still the same team. So, like, they're looking – they look upgraded. New offensive coordinator. They should be airing it out a little bit more. So, like, I kind of like the Ravens. I'm happy you're starting with them. Yeah, didn't they rob somebody for their offensive coordinator? Didn't they take somebody's? Probably I can't remember who they got, but I know the person they got is a, like a off like a quarterback 
friendly offensive coordinator. So like Lamar, if Lamar is going to have another MVP season, a lot of people are saying it, it may be this year. If healthy. That is, that'd be nice. And I'm not going to lie. When we get to the um, two early picks award, you might see Lamar pop up high in my MVP list. But this Ravens team is a problem. They're always going to be coached by John Harbaugh, who is one of the best, the best to do it. Do you have somebody that's creative, not creative on offense, but now you might have put to now you feel like now they finally put together the team around them to make things happen? Because there are a lot of games. Because the way they started off last season, Lamar was scoring more touchdowns, a lot more touchdowns than most teams had points in general. He he played the Dolphins and had like 150 rushing yards and 300 passing yards and still lost. So that now to sum up their season. Back. Now he's at the point where, like, yo, he could go win another MVP. He shows how the price of the brick went up $260 million, $260 million extension. And now he has, he has, they look, they feel like they put a good, they feel like they put together a really good band for this team. So this is going to be a very interesting season. But what about all the hits on defense? So they lost Chuck Clark, traded to the Jets. Then you had Clyde Campbell leave, Jason Pierre-Paul leave, Justin Houston leading sack getter for them leave. But people did bring up, like, their defense is similar to, like, how we're going to talk about Mike Tomlin's defense later on, where, like, John Harbaugh, and I can't remember the defensive coordinator's name right now off the top of my head. I'm not going to pull it up. But he's he's legit, like – they whenever Ray Lewis and all them boys all end up with Terrell Suggs, Ed Reed, all them boys retired. Not once did anyone talk about oh the Ravens defense slipped, and it's because not not even they're, they're coached by a legit guy that knows defense and running the ball is gonna win you games, and that's John Harbaugh. So I'm not worried about the defense that much. I think they're gonna. Uh, they drafted the the safety out of Notre Dame last year. I can't remember his name right now, but he was a dog. And they have enough – Yeah. So, like, like I think they're going to be just fine defensive-wise. Offensively, though, the biggest thing for me is this is – there's no more excuses for Lamar Jackson. You got the bag. You got receivers. You got Mark Andrews. The playoff time, there's no excuses. You better be there. You better be in the playoffs. And you better win – you better win a game in the playoffs. Like, so Lamar Jackson, there's no more excuses at this point. You got the money. Can't complain about that. You can't complain you don't got weapons. You got Odell, who last time we saw play football was almost arguably could have won MVP of the Super Bowl if he didn't get hurt. Arguably. Too bad arguably. about that. Cool. Cool. But before, yeah, but that whole first quarter and a half, it was like Odell, Odell had was seven tricky. catches. Touchdown. But yeah, no, but it's still arguable. But like, I'm just saying, you've got weapons now. You can't argue. You can't complain. If I see you overthrow a receiver by 20 yards deep down the field, that's on you at this point right now. And there's no more. You got the money to the point where, you know, like once you get paid that much money and you're the leader of a team, you can't point a finger anymore because you are the team. And that's where Lamar is at at this point. I think you're no longer the young QB that can get better. You're no longer the. The guy who hasn't got paid, you're no longer the person who don't got weapons. Now it's the Lamar show. And let's I think he's gonna do great. 
we'll see when I make my picks later. But I think the I think the Ravens, this is gonna be a year where if they fuck up, you can't blame it on anyone else other than the team and coaching. Because like you said, the pieces are there now. All the pieces have come together. Paul Bayless over here. This is, this is a Super Bowl or bus team. This is a Super Bowl or bus team. Nah, man, this is a team that's gelling, that's meshing, that's learning. They're doing great things. They do got to go to the playoffs. They do got to win a game or two. But I want to see this team just be consistent and don't give up leads. Like, be consistent every week. Don't give up leads. Get better. Learn, guys. Learn each other. Resign a lot of motherfuckers in the offseason. Like, wait for Marlon Humphrey to come back and motherfucking take charge of this defense. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see a lot of motherfucking camaraderie. I want to see Barry. I want to see this team slowly merge and slowly build into what the Bills are like. Then I'll be screaming the Super Bowl of bus for y'all eyes. But, but I feel I like if, you ask, if you ask the team right now, to them it's Super Bowl bus. They don't give a fuck if they win a playoff game or two. Like it's that's but that but that's also like a lot of motherfuckers though. Like it, the the Reds, the the Commanders were in the playoffs last year, or the or the Cowboys are in the playoffs. The Cowboys, I think, is Super Bowl or bust because Dak's getting older, Tony Pollard stepping up, Micah Parsons probably going to be Defensive Player of the Year conversations again. Like they so, might be thinking. The same thing you, the same thing you said for Dak. I think you, it, now Lamar's in that same stage of his career. He's getting older. People are mm-hmm. stepping up. You got new pieces. Welcome to the club. I, I feel that, but like, how old is um Lamar compared to Pat Mahomes? Like two years. Oh, I so I'm gonna pull it up. Continue with your take as I pull it up. So yeah, I think Lamar and the boys. I want to see them gel. I want to see because it still is a new team, and John Harbaugh's very um good at putting things together. So I want to see them gel. I want to see them mesh. And I want to see them look great. And I want to see a lot of people finish seasons, like you said. And we want to see you in the playoffs and please be there. Like, so I Lamar understand. is 26 and Pat Mahomes is 27. Okay. But, like, experience, though. Oh, the, the draft? It? Yeah, was it this year? Mahomes after? is 2017 draft. I know that one. 2016, 2017 is one of those two. Oh, yeah. So I'm pretty sure Lamar was, like, 2018. Maybe 2017, too. Not nah, 2018. He was 2018. Okay, so that's it. So yeah, I respect that. That um, he is getting older now. I respect that. Pat Mahomes. You're on Bernie. your second contract. That's my whole thing. You're on your second contract. The, the when you're still on your rookie contract, you those learning curves are still to come. But the moment you get paid, like you don't have to get paid as much as he did. But the moment you get that second contract, it's because you are now the franchise quarterback. Yeah, that's that contract Baker never got. <laughs> Yeah, and you see where it got him. That's what I say. You, you don't see a lot of quarterbacks get that second contract, especially for the amount of money that he got. Like, Hurts, Kyler, I said don't pay it. And look how that's aging. Like, look how that's looking right now. The favorite to go 0-17. The favorite to have the number one pick. But, like, we can't stay just on the Ravens. We're going to bounce around. I'm going to bring up the Browns. They're the third favorite to win this division. It is a big drop-off. The Bengals and Ravens are big favorites, and it is a big drop-off to the Browns and Steelers. The Browns, I don't – like, Deshaun Watson, I feel like I keep seeing lists of quarterbacks, top 10 quarterbacks, top 15 quarterbacks, and Watson's always anywhere from, like, 7 to, like, 11. And I'm just like, did y'all watch the same football I watched? Did we watch the same uh-huh. games where Jacoby Brissett, yes, he's not the long-term answer, but the offense ran better. Through Brissett. 
games were actually close. Games could be won. And then when Watson came in, everyone on the team's numbers just went down. Like the whole team took a bad learning curve with Watson. And you can say it's this and that, but look at Michael Vick. Like he was great in his prime. He came back and he was nothing more. Like he had his run with the Eagles, but then it was also like a diff, a better offense to run through Vic. After that, it was just like, what else has he got? And then like Watson, I haven't been on the train. I didn't want the Dolphins to get him, and I'm happy we didn't because Watson does not look like a, a premier quarterback to me, especially not top ten quarterback. I'm all out on the Browns. I am completely all out on Browns. Damn, my brother gave up all the stock in Cleveland. I I don't have a bet for it, but I'm gonna look up the odds. Browns to finish last in division. While while you talk about whatever you gotta say about the Browns, I'm gonna go find that and I'm definitely gonna bet it. I mean, I don't have much to say about the Browns. I also don't not a big believer in Deshaun Watson, and I would I could see them. I could see a world where they finish last in this division, but all I'm saying is Nick Chubb. This is gonna be because they still have that great O line. They still have Nick Chubb. And oh, always Donovan People Jones. I've always been a big fan of him at receiver. So we'll see what happens. But like maybe the but Kevin Stefanski, if he doesn't look good this season, he's out. Bye. See you later. And I just want to see Nick Chubb break some records. I feel like Josh Jacob. I depend on the the workload Josh Jacob has. I think Nick Chubb might end up um, leading the league in rushing yards this year. So. I do believe Stefanski would maybe get the boot, but it's only because they paid Watson $300 million, guaranteed. Yeah. If they didn't give him all that money and he was just a normal good quarterback that they got, I feel like Stefanski led them to a playoff first time in years. And it beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Facts, facts. With a quarterback that is currently bouncing around the NFL. Like, I feel like I would give more to him before I give to Watson, but I have put all my future and money and ducks into Watson. So, unfortunately, I would have to part ways with a good coach. And I feel like Stavansky, if he leaves, that's another team's W. Facts. And that was a really stupid move. Every time you look, there's no way you can't put in, like, giving him all this guaranteed money and breaking the motherfucking market did not fuck shit up for the boys, for everybody. So... I don't know. I don't want to speak for both of us. I personally don't have much to say about the Bengals because it's still the same Bengals. Like, I expect them to still be the Bengals. I feel like the Ravens have more of like a, a – they went 9-7 and seven or 9-8 and eight last year, above 500. They didn't have T.J. Watt for the full year. We can't expect injury. You never know what happens. But, I mean, it would be like God does not like T.J. Watt if he gets hurt for another year. Like, it's just like some, you did something in your past for you to get this type of love. Otherwise, we're getting T.J. Watt for a full year. We get Mika Fitzpatrick. I can't remember the corner they had. I think, uh, can't remember the corner they had last year. But he got like six interceptions. They drafted Joey Porter in the second round who looks like a dog at corner to be the corner number two. Mike Tomlin led defense. Mike Tomlin never goes below 500. And you got this team last place in the division on odds. It's just kind of interesting, Cap, to me personally. I mean, yeah, this is a growing season for the Steelers. Last year was like to show that we're still that they're still alive. They can still do what they do. And they were still in a playoff on late in December. So 
I, I like the Steelers. I definitely think they're a great team. I think – I believe in Kenny Pickett will grow and get better this season. Do you like Kenny Pickett? I don't think I've ever got your actual, like, take on Kenny. Do you think he's going to be an NFL QB or was it, like, overhyped? Or... I don't know the nigga. I don't know, bro. Like, I know Trevor Lawrence. I've been watching Trevor Lawrence fuck shit up for a while. I knew Lamar. Like, I just don't know Trevor Lawrence. That's like, you asking, you asking me about Kenny Pickett is equivalent if you ever asking me about, like, Justin Herbert when he first got out of college. Like, I genuinely didn't even know Brody until I seen him do, like, that fake slide at Pitt. When, um, when Kenny Pickett was at Pitt, he did a fake slide. If it wasn't for that, I would have never heard of bro. And a bowl game where he could have took off, too. Yeah. So like I don't I don't think I would ever I don't think I would um know who he was I wouldn't have known who he was if it wasn't for that so like let me look into it but I will say for somebody that came in halfway through the season and everybody kind of wanted him to just stay on the bench and learn um somebody that doesn't maybe not have a million weapons but like you know he has decent weapons to get the job done he does have a James Conner turn and then James Conner picking up speed picking up um speed and um like. Just oh, no, he, he's on Arizona. You're talking about Najee Harris. Yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah, you're right. Najee Harris, motherfucking picking up speed and looking good. Looking good as parts of the season. I mean, I like Kenny Pickett, and I think he has a nice ensemble around him. Deontay Johnson, he's going to be the, one of the high catches. George Pickens, averaging over 15 yard a catch. Like he's. Uh, he, and he made so many spectacular catches in traffic. They got Nige. They got better on offensive line, hopefully, with the additions. And then they still got Pat Fryermuth, which was a great tight end last year. And they went out and drafted Darnell Washington, who was like six foot eight at tight end in like second or third round. He can run block and he, he's a red zone threat. He's six foot fucking eight. I, I might be lowballing him. He might be six foot nine. And at tight end and the red zone, who's stopping a six foot nine tight end? That's that's not like a big motherfucker. And then the Bengals. Did you have anything for the Bengals? I mean, I mean, just shout out what they've been doing, man. Shout out Metalunas. <laughs> but nah, what's it called? The Bengals are nice, man. They like really didn't pick up nobody crazy. Like they draft, they picked up Trevor Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> But um, they did lose a lot of um players. Well, they picked up Orlando Brown. They put money into the off- offensive line. Got to respect that to the fullest. Um, but the Bengals are just a team that I'm thinking like, I think the Bengals would be more like Super Bowl or bust than like the Ravens because like the Bengals like they been can only there. do so- yeah they've been there done that. Now it's time like for somebody to go crazy, <laughs> Joe Burrow, go crazy. And motherfucking really put this team on the map and bring this team, bring this team into the championship and win something this year. So I like the Bengals. I think they're gonna be great. Um, I always forget their coach's name. He's like the most regular person I've ever seen in my life. Oh, um, it's um, he has a basic name, Zach Brown. No, um, Zach yeah, Thomas. Zach Thomas. So yeah, they have a decent coach and. We'll see how they go. I think they're gonna start off slow though. I feel like every year they start off pretty slow and then pick up pick up pace closer to the middle and the end of the season. All right. So I I, I kinda agree with it because that's been the memo of the last seasons. But if this AFC North is as heated as I think it will be, you can't rely it's almost like when we talk about Cheeto Vera. You cannot rely on the second half of the fight to always bring you to where you want it to bring you. Hell yeah. 
So let's get into the uh, – Kev, do you want the odds before you make the pick or do you just want to make your pick and I'll let you know what – because I did tell all the odds in the beginning. I don't know if you remember. But I knew my picks before I woke up this morning. All right. So what, what was, what's your pick for the AFC North? Who do you think? AFC, AFC North, I got the Ravens winning that thing. Don't ask me if, Don't ask me a record because that involves me doing math and shit, so no. Two, I got the Bengals. I think, like you said, you can't rely on the second half of the season, so they're going to pick up pace in the second half of the season. And then the Ravens just will continue to win and they'll edge them out with one or two games. Three, I got Ken Pickett and the Mike Tomlin ran Steelers. And I and I'll even one up you and say this team is gonna be a wild was gonna be in the in the hunt for a wild card position most of the season and probably get edged out by a little bit last game type shit. And then lastly, I got the Browns because maybe 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 we're tripping, maybe we're tripping, and Deshaun Watson's actually him. But at the moment, I'm not going for it. I got the um, Browns finishing last. So, Kev, what have I told you? That's exactly what I have. Nice. Now, what have I told you? These are the, some of the bets on the division I'm taking. Ravens to win division, plus 225. Oh, okay. And then I'm a, and then just in case that's not enough, just in case you, you're sitting there, the Bengals couldn't make a run, right? Well, what if I told you you can get Bengals and Ravens, both teams to finish top two. Doesn't matter the order. There's top two in the division, plus 220. Oh, damn. These are super puzzles. And then, I even to spice it up, I took Steelers to finish third in the division. Plus 240. And oh, wow. while I was saying live on the air, I was looking for the odds. I found them. It's the Browns to finish last, plus 190. And I'm, I'm also going to take that one. Just in, case, <laughs> just in case the Steelers somehow go into the top two, and all those other bets are dead, I always have the Browns to finish last, and that will save me. I'm crying every time you can trust the Browns to fuck some shit up. <laughs> and so that was my, like, division picks. And if I was to have any, like, personal player on a team pick, I do have for the NFC North I have, or the AFC North, I have Deshaun Watson under 24-and-a-half passing touchdowns, touchdowns just because – it's gonna. I don't think this team is gonna score a lot of points passing, even though they may try to do it early in the season. Halfway through the season, they're just gonna run the ball forty times. They're gonna realize Nick Chubb is the answer, and we'll just run the ball a whole bunch of times. And I don't think Watson's gonna throw a whole bunch of touchdowns. I think they'll realize the product they got halfway through the season, maybe early through the season, will be like, okay, we're not gonna keep doing that. Let's just run the ball. Facts, facts, facts. And then I have Watson under 30 for his passing yards, under 3,750 passing yards. I just don't think they're going to pass. Well, like I said, I just don't think this, they're, this, this is the way they win games. And then I have Nick Chubb over 1,200 rushing yards. He's only missed 1,200 yards twice his rookie year. He had like 970 yards. And then a year he got hurt and only played 12 games. And he still got 1,000 yards. 
Nice. Last year, he played 14 games and went over this number. Yeah, that's free money. Yeah, so for 12 yards, as long as he doesn't get hurt, I feel like that's a safe bet. And then the last thing, Kev, and this was the the home all my Steeler fans out there, the Steelers – Defense to allow the least amount of points in the NFL season. Okay. Plus 1,200. Nice. As long as TJ Watt stays healthy, and like I said, the additions plus Mika Fitzpatrick on defense, this this defense is going to be – this team's going to win by protecting the ball and playing great defense, like Mike Tomlin knows. Hell, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I always love the battle of it. The battles in the AFC, um, in the AFC North, and it always comes down to the last like two or three games every time. That's what makes this division. As I was, I'm happy we started here because this is the, I think the marquee division of close games. This is the best division of you never know who's gonna win it. But we gotta get out of here. Me, Kevin, literally first episode of NFL season. First pickums, we agree, top to bottom, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, and Browns at the bottom. As always, this has been Totally Blitz Podcast. Go down and let us know how you think the AFC North is going to go, who's your pick, what bets you got riding this season-long prop bets that I love to take. This is Paul Pickham, one of the contra. I was joined with Kev, Waterboy, Savoy. And if y'all didn't know, but well, now y'all know, motherfuckers.